Welcome to the New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learnt and how they have handled their growth. We believe that we all have wisdom to be shared with each other and can learn from listening to each other's stories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you feel like leaving us a review and sharing the love, that would be greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome back to the New Monks podcast. I am Jane Miller and today I'm talking to a young woman called Sarah. And this is a very interesting episode where we talk about her journey into spirituality, past spirituality, going deeper into finding out a lot more truths about this false matrix that we're living in. And if you're not really sure what that is, then I invite you to, to listen to this episode because Sarah has a really nice way of describing some things that can be really complicated in a really simple and clear way. So yeah, we share about coming into a lot of information of this false matrix and a lot of the systems and ideas that can have us trapped here and just her experience of walking into this spiritual discovery and then recognizing that there's this thing called the spiritual matrix and coming out of that and you know what it all meant for her it's a very 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 cool episode and i highly recommend if all this kind of information is new to you to listen hope you enjoy it Okay, so welcome back to the New Monks podcast. We are here with Sarah. And um, thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. So we haven't actually met, but we've been chatting a bit on Instagram and uh, I've seen a lot of what you've been posting and I'm just really excited to start talking about this and... uh, dive into what you've been learning. I feel like you've been learning quite a lot <laughs> recently. <laughs> but how I normally start is if um, you just take a few moments, take a few deep breaths in and out. And then just tell us how you're feeling right now. How I'm feeling right now? Yeah. I'm feeling present. Mm. That's just very here. I love I love that you did the breaths because I feel like it gives especially doing something like this, I feel like even take a second to just breathe with each other it's like our fields can kind of sink and communicate beyond what we're saying mm, I love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah um i feel like where to begin here <laughs> no, i feel like there's so much so much that we can talk about it's just where do we yeah where is the jumping off point yeah um i guess this whole process of what's been happening since last year is a big place like this journey that we're all going through right now is quite a huge moment i don't know do you want to share maybe a bit about your journey through this pandemic yeah yeah it's hmm. it's been so it's it's been weird because i feel like for so much of my life i sort of had some sort of intuition that we were living in a time that was fucking crazy <laughs> and it was kind of just waiting for that to take form in in a big way i guess um and yeah i mean i've had so many i feel like i've gone through so many experiences of release throughout this past year and whatever um and so so much disillusionment that's really the word that feels most accurate is is like layers and layers of disillusionment Mm. as to who I thought I was, how I thought I was going to be showing up in the world, how I related to spirituality, you know, what I was doing in spirituality. And for me, the past like six months in particular have been probably the most transformative of my life because I've, I've really woken up to like this whole spiritual matrix and web of distortion um and i think that's probably been yeah i think that's been the most intense but also the most beautiful because all these identities that i had and all these ways of thinking of myself and other people seeing me just fucking crumbled i hope it's okay that i swear <laughs> let me know if that's if that's not okay <laughs> But yeah, so I, I guess overall, like the theme for me has just been kind of continuous change and and continuing to embrace like what God's source is leading me to, even if that means I have to let go of this whole thing that I thought I was or this whole path that I thought I was going to be traveling down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like getting a few things I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so do you want to describe maybe a little bit about what your kind of path looked like before this whole crumbling? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess briefly, um, I mean, just a little bit of my background. So before I kind of got into like spiritual work in the spiritual realm of life. I, um, I've always wanted to be of service. So I went to nursing school and, um, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. And then throughout the journey of, you know, getting my degree, I just went through a whole, I guess you could call it a spiritual awakening mm. within myself. I became really aware of my own trauma and how much, self-hatred I had carried and, and just how much I had been like projecting my pain out onto the world, especially with partners. I went through a breakup and that was kind of the like gutting, you know, of my, of my identity. Yeah. And then from there, you know, I was introduced into like Reiki and energy healing and kind of all of those 
a lot of the the new age stuff right and a lot of the kind of spiritual world um through that you know through that lens and i was like oh my god like this is it you know and and i i feel like i really started to see through the 3d where i was like okay we are basically encouraged to just fit into this mold where we go to college and we get a job and we get married we have kids and and we just kind of are a part of this collective program. And I always was dissatisfied with that from when I was even a young kid. Like I would look at my parents and I would just honestly be like, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's so much more to who we are and what life is than just this like predictable existence. Mm. Um, you know, good phrase. Yeah. I know. I like that too. I haven't thought of that before, but that's like what I feel like we're given. It's just like this, you know, very predictable, um, map of like, this is, this is what you do. And, um, so I decided I finished nursing school and then I decided like, okay, I want to actually be of service to people in a deeper way. So I moved back, I went to nursing school in Australia. So I moved back to the U S and, um, started a business and started working with people one-on-one -on -one and doing, energy healing and empowerment work and all of that. Yeah. And then that went on for a few years. Um, and there just always felt like there was, I don't know. There always just felt like there was something that wasn't quite right for me, or there was something that was missing in the new age and in the way that I was like thinking that I was helping people heal. And I think I did help people, but again, I wasn't aware that there is a lot, there was a much bigger picture that I wasn't aware of, as you know, wow. and, and there was a lot of distortion. And so earlier this year, at the beginning of this year, <laughs> like I just had the veils ripped down and just saw so much of the distortion in the spiritual communities in the new age. I saw how so much of what I had been doing was perpetuating that timeline with the 5d with all of this stuff. And I was just like, it was the most uncomfortable shit I've ever been through because I literally had to go through such a huge crumbling of like, yeah, who I thought I was and how I thought people like looked up to me and, you know, this whole kind of idea that I had of myself of like being someone who guides other people and being someone who helps other people. And then actually seeing where you've been perpetuating distortion and actually keeping people in loops without knowing it was like confronting. It was really, really confronting. And that really started this journey into, you know, starting to connect with all these people who are, you know, talking about these eternal life principles and starting to, to learn about what the spiritual matrix is mm -hmm. and starting to learn what is actually a fallen, what is this fallen reality and learning about actual coding mechanics of this reality. I mean, it's been reality shattering shit, <laughs> you know, it sounds amazing at the same time. I really want to just dig a little bit deeper into the whole crumbling process. So when you said you were doing energy work before, do you mean like Reiki kind of things? Yeah, I would use, it's interesting because I actually kind of started like 
without knowing about any of this stuff, I kind of started, I, I used to practice Reiki and this other modality called theta healing, oh, which I actually now think theta healing is so hijacked, like, and that's a whole nother conversation, but I think it's a super hijacked oh. modality. Um, they basically teach you to go to um, this plane that they call the seventh plane, which is supposedly the space of God's source. Um, but I always had a weird feeling about it. And I actually think it might be some aspect in the astral realm um, because you hear about like the false white light and sort of the false um, light that kind of imitates source. And anyway, so I, I have my own theories that I haven't really dug too much into them, but I used to practice that with people and then Reiki, okay. but then it, it sort of moved more into just mentoring people okay. and you know, helping people really become aware of their traumas and feel their emotions. And, um, like a lot of what I did with people was empowering and, and my intention was really to support people in their sovereignty. And I think I, I did that to some degree, but again, there was just all this other information missing, you know, and I, I wasn't aware hmm. of, you know, even some of the teachings that we learn, like we are all one. Like there's, there's a heavy distortion in that. Um, when we're trying to unify with everything in our reality, when there's a lot in our reality that is draining our energy, trying to feed off of us, you know? So yeah, it's like, it's a mixed bag, you know? Cause I, in, in some senses, I feel like I really did support people. And then in other senses, it's like there was vital information that I did not have that I wasn't able to give to people yeah. at that time. Yeah. I always find it yeah. such an interesting thing to get your head around with like where you are in your journey and like as a healer or practitioner, space holder and what you're offering. Because really, obviously, you can only go as far as you can go. You know, you can only offer so mm. as far as you've been. And also, there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, you're going to just meet other people, you know, who are going to align with you, you know. So so it's like it, in one way, it's, all, it's like it doesn't really matter. But then also when you when you discover the more information then it's like, hang on a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And from one perspective, it's like, you know, if if we hadn't been or in my experience, if I had not been all in the new age and the spiritual matrix and lived it for myself, I wouldn't yes. know that it, ex I wouldn't be able to even understand that it existed, yes. you know? Yes. That, yeah. That, I think that's really important. Just knowing that every step of the journey is needed, you know, mm -hmm. it's necessary. Totally. What, totally. What, yes. How would you describe this new age, like mm -hmm. spirituality? Because I feel like that I mean, can be quite confusing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, the way I would describe it most easily is I, the way that I've related to it is like people go through a spiritual awakening. And most of the time we wake up to what I would call the 3d, like the 3d matrix. We wake up to like the fact that there's this whole kind of reality where we've been lied to about who actually is controlling the planet like what's in the food what's in the water what's in the air like you know we've been really kind of cut off from ourselves as spiritual beings or as as you know this vaster consciousness and i feel like when we wake up from the 3d if you want to call it that yeah 
we then enter into the world of spirituality or like the new age world where it's like, you know, the law of attraction and people start learning about 5d and Oracle cards and astrology and, and all these different things that I feel like are kind of part of this, this new, new movement, I guess this, this different thing than the 3d. And I feel like we all kind of think like, we made it like, this is it. This is what it is. Like, okay, these are what chakras are. And like, this is, you know, the astrology means this. And, you know, we have our guides and we're all encouraged to start connecting with all these beings, call upon your guides, you know, aliens are here to help us call upon them. So I feel like for me, at least a lot of the new age was opening to the fact that there's more than just this physical realm, but it was kind of a free for all of just like, everyone's good. You don't have to worry about anything. Just call on whoever you want and just ingest all of this information from outside of you and just trust that it's all true. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I would, how I would describe it at least. Yeah. And then what is your understanding as well of this you know, this 5D idea. <laughs> well, I was really in it for a while. It made, cause it made sense to me. Like, okay, if this realm that we've been in is, is the third dimension, that makes sense. Like we're raising our consciousness. Like that, that makes logical sense to me that if every, if the whole planet is made up of our collective consciousness and we're co-creating it, if we all raise that consciousness, it made sense to me that like we would be in a different dimensional field and that, that that would be the fifth dimension. Okay. And from what I've learned and also just, of course, I feel like everybody tuning into yourself, you know, it's like tuning into what, what feels true for you. But for me, what I've learned And what I've like discovered within myself is there's, first of all, 5D is like just, that's, I mean, that's not the last place we can go. You know, we can go all the way to like 12D and beyond that. Um, And from what I understand, Mm. this reality, because we've been in a fallen matrix, meaning the way that the reality has been coded, it's cut off from God's source. So it can't sustain itself. Like us in our true essence being birthed from this eternal source, we are self-perpetuating. We don't need to like take in order to live, but the reality we've been born into is all about taking and consuming. And the way I understand 5D is that the fifth dimension is like heavily hijacked and that there's also infiltration going all the way up to 11.5 D. And so, you know, with like Dr. Jerry's work and and the, you know, morphogenetic physics and all of that, it's like, makes sense to me why there's 12th dimensional shielding and things like this, because once we reach that 12th dimension, it's like, there's, it's free of distortion. Um, just backtracking a little bit you said disconnected from god source this fallen system can you just Mm. explain that a little bit more yeah so from how i relate to it and understand it um there is like an original code for creation like there is there is an original intended structure of reality 
and and those living in reality that is connected to its source that is always self-generating and self-perpetuating and because we are expressions of this creator we also have the ability to have free will and make choices and from what i understand there have been groups of beings races like collectives of of beings higher dimensional than us who decided with their own free will to cut off from that source and create their own (laughs) create their own shit basically um and it's like once a being cuts off from its source it, it it doesn't have its codes anymore. It it cannot, you know, it, it can't create from that source. And so it has to take. So from what I understand, these collectives have created this whole fallen reality to feed themselves and to basically sustain themselves. Um, and they have to do that to survive. And that's so much of the distortion around the 5D and so much of the distortion in the new age because a lot of what we're encouraged to do invites these beings, these energies in to actually siphon from us. Um, and we just think it's this innocent, like, oh, I'm talking to this yes. guy or I'm talking to whoever. And it's like, you know, it's actually you're being used and you're being manipulated. So that's, I mean, I hope, does that make sense? That explanation? Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. And basically the understanding is that this planet, you know, this system has been disconnected from source. Mm. So it's quite crazy, like coming into this information, I think, because it's just like, what? It just completely turns everything around on its head, you know? Totally. And it's so totally cool. like what you're saying about the spiritual matrix. It's, you know, it's so subtle. Like you said, you just think, oh, it's fine. I can connect with anyone. Mm-hmm. But then you start to learn that yeah. it's an intricate design. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I feel like, too, you know, it's like, to me, it's such a testament of like the power of source the power of the eternal because even with so much effort that has been created to create this like fallen basically harvests our consciousness like there is still organic creation here like there's the earth you know there's there's the life on this earth there's us like yes our our bodies and our dna have been messed with for sure but like we are still organic beings you know and it's pretty freaking amazing that with so much ridiculous manipulation and effort to keep us separate from our source like we are still remembering and we are still connecting like that is fucking incredible honestly true (laughs) like (laughs) it's so true though there's so much that it's like but it's crazy it's crazy that it's all happening i feel like a lot of it is happening now you know, mm. me specifically the same this year. It's just like, mm, yeah, whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, happy. okay, so this whole disillusionment for this happened for you this year as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, for me, about the spiritual kind of matrix, I don't mm. think I fell into it that deeply. Like, I went and explored lots of different things, but nothing really sat with me. 
because I felt like I was right. on a mission to find freedom, you know, and something mm. just didn't feel right. And that's probably why, well, you know, there's a reason for that. So it's like, yeah. I don't know, when it coming to, to all of this information for me, it's like, oh my word, this makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, like you said as well, like you always felt like something was off, you know, with that, mm. this, what did you call it? Predictive program, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Predictable existence or predictive yeah. existence. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that, that you never got too, too much into it because I remember, I remember I had a lot of different people in my life who were super into different things, whether it was like really diving fully into astrology or some of these just different like things, you know? And I, I always, there was some interest yeah. and something I've heard someone say that resonated so much, like with like the flower of flower of life, for example, which is not actually that we're given these these things in the spiritual matrix that they contain some truth. And so it, at some level it resonates with our being because yes. it's like, we have these codes in our DNA. Yeah. So we're like, Oh, we feel some resonance, but it's like two truths and a lie. So there's some truth in there, mm. but then there's a very calculated distortion or lie in there as yeah. well. And I think like with me, with astrology, when I first learned about astrology, I think I did my birth chart or something and I read through my birth chart and some of it was really accurate to, to who I felt I was at that time. And I got interested in it and there was truth that I felt, but then I never, I tried to force myself to like really learn it. Same with tarot. I tried to force myself to like really learn this so I could be a tarot and I could never get myself. I always felt so much resistance. And I, I, for the longest time, I thought I was just being lazy and I would just keep telling myself that like, you're just being lazy that you don't want to put in the time to really learn these like secret systems and all of this stuff. And then now years later, I'm like, whoa, that was actually just my being Mm. knowing that it would have been a waste of time for me personally to dive into a system that I would later find out is distorted. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for some people, I think they were meant to totally dive into it. Yes. You know, and learn all the things. For me, it's like, and it sounds like for you, that wasn't the, wasn't the path. Yeah, like I definitely explored a lot and went down different mm-hmm. avenues, but then I just like moved through it, you know, didn't really stay there. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. thing, like, it's funny because I used to read my horoscope a lot. I was never into the mm. astrology part of it, you know, because I always found it very restricting. This is who you are, you know. Yeah. Obviously, that's not what really yes. for, but still, you know, the way people talk about it or that people were talking to me about it, like they put in labels on me and I, I don't know, my, I've got really strong call for freedom. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, no, don't even try it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. And I, I feel that I can feel that within you. And I share that. Like I would always get really, I had a a few friends that were astrologers and they would be telling me things. And I'm just like, look, it's a great, you know, it's great if you can gain awareness about things, but it did feel really restrictive of like, okay, this is, you have this aspect here, you have this aspect here, or even like, oh, Mars is doing this right now or whatever, whatever. It's like, it was always this outside, like, Yes. thing telling me 
who I am or what to be. And it felt, I really rejected that. Like, I feel very similar to you that I would really push against that. Yeah. And it's, I think what you said here is so on point. It's like, you know, you get to re- waking up, realizing this 3d world is kind of a bit strange. And then you get to another level and you're like, Oh, wow. And you could, and then again, you can just stay there and just think that's it. But then actually there's more, but obviously they always say the journey never ends. Right. <laughs> right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and then also i like what you said about you know we are all one this mm. idea and then the, the what you said about the disconnection from god's source yeah do you want to talk about that but more maybe you know like what the intricacies now you understand behind that mm. statement to be yeah 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 i mean it's funny i actually was writing um for videos, I write out like in a notebook before I do them. It helps me kind of like, you know, sort of bring through what it is I want to say. And that really came through last night. It was like this, this, that we are one. And from the very like highest level, yes, like all of existence is interconnected. That's true. Um, but we are living in this on this planet, in this galaxy, in this universe that has been literally infiltrated with all of this like corrupted coding, you could think of it that way. And so when we're living by the principle of we are all one, which I did for a long time, I feel like it just, it, it kind of confused me because I would see like evil shit happening in the world. And I would be like, okay, but we're all one. So I guess that's okay. I guess it's just going to like work itself out. That was one thing that went through my mind. And then I feel like another part of the, we are all one thing. It kind of teaches us that like everything you see outside of you, even if it's like literally some evil shit is a reflection of your own shadow and we're all one. And so we're all just reflecting each other. So you are me and I am you and there's no separation. And it was just like, I feel like it kind of gaslit me because I would find myself trying to bypass the real shit that's happening on this planet. Number one. And then I would also find myself instead of having boundaries and being like, okay, well actually like, I'm not like hurting children the way that I see these people doing. So that's actually not of me um and i don't need to take responsibility for like literal horrendous stuff that i don't believe god's source wants us to be doing or would be doing itself yeah so i just feel like it it created so much confusion for me on how do i grapple with what's going on in the world number one yeah which was just weird and then secondly, it's like when we're saying that we are all one and, and I've, I've seen people too, like some people that I, that I used to follow on Instagram, um, you know, would be sharing about different goddesses or different de- deities. And they would say like, you are her and she is you, like you are the same. And, and I've seen many people say that, and I'm sure I probably said that at some point and like literally what we're doing is when we're saying that we're literally inviting ourselves to merge with entities and beings that are literally cut off from God. And there's kind of this distorted idea of, okay, well, we just need to love 
the evil and that's how it integrates. But like, if you have a dark entity literally feeding on you and you try to love it, it's not going to go away and dissolve. You're feeding it. Like it's just going to actually continue to take from you. And so I think the concept of of we are one invites a lot of energetic infiltration in because it's kind of just like, okay, everybody's everything. And, and it's not really like making the distinction that there are some of us who are choosing to return to our original organic coding. And that means that we actually have to rid ourselves of all the programs and all the shit that we've taken on in this reality that is not us. Yes. Like the reversals, the distortions, our DNA has been severely damaged. And so when we're trying to unify with that, like we don't want to be unifying with fallen energy and artificial intelligence. Like that's putting us on a whole other timeline. Yes. I like that. I'm going to ask you something now and it just slipped out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, what what do you, would you say is, um, because I feel like a lot of this, you know, you're saying about goddesses, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of that is written in ancient religions, you know, not just religions, but, you know, practices, traditions. So, and I think a lot of this information that I've definitely stumbled into this year it's kind of also saying that that a lot of that stuff is also part of this fallen hijacked system, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've, that's what I've come to as well. Um, and I think that's the thing is like, it's not, and, and for me, and I'm sure for you too, it's like this came in layers and levels of like, okay, I would kind of go through this disillusionment and be like, okay, like all this stuff I thought, was true is not what I thought. Like, all right, I'm kind of acquiescing to this new, Mm. new reality or new truth. And then there would be more layers. And that's where I've been led as well. Um, is that this infiltration Mm. from this, these collectives of beings, this is not new. This has been existing on this planet for literally tens of thousands of thousands of thousands of years. And what I found really interesting was um, when I started like looking into ancient cultures and I don't know if you've ever watched like David Icke, I definitely don't resonate with every single thing that he says, but he does have some valuable information that resonated with what I was feeling within myself. Mm-hmm. And he talks about pretty much all of the ancient cultures have in, in different ways, they have either, you know, writings or drawings or art of beings coming down in ships or different forms Mm. um who they who they ascribed as gods and these cultures they all described them in one way or another as serpent-like or reptile-like beings and then they worshipped them and these beings gave them information and technology and yeah. All of these different things. And so I, what I believe is that these were these fallen beings um, that were coming to humans and giving them, representing themselves as gods. Because, I mean, if you were a people and these, like, beings with higher intelligence and technology mm. just, like, rolled up, you'd be like, whoa, like, 
you know, you must be, you must be God, right? And so from what I understand, they represented themselves as God's source, which of course they are not, um, gave them, you know, these, these different sacred teachings. And so I believe, again, I think there's truths in them, probably in all of them, but the thing that always comes to me is like the two truths and a lie. Because yeah. you see the flower of life in all these ancient mm. sacred sites. And it's like if you really look into the geometry of the flower of life, yeah. it, is a, it is a finite, consumptive geometry. It's like it can't actually sustain itself. And same with the Fibonacci sequence. So all of this knowledge and stuff that was given to these ancient peoples i believe came through this fallen yeah through this fallen lens so i think the distortion goes way back yeah, yeah. you know even before that yeah 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 yeah, yeah one thing that i heard because i think it sometimes can get really confusing um for anyone yeah one thing i heard i can't remember where it was said you know what happens is they give you 80% truth and 20% lies. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, that, no wonder why. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's always resonated with me so much because it's like, and from what I've learned in terms of, I used to be so interested in learning about like the intelligence agencies within the government and all of that stuff. So I would do a bunch of research into that. kind of studied a little bit of just like mind control and mass mind control and, and, and all this kind of stuff and disinformation and how you control people through information. And so much of what I came across was like, you have to include some truth yes, and then you include the lie and the distortion. So it's like, there has to be enough in there for us to feel some truth in it. And then we just accept all of it. Yeah, and then also that works the other way around because it makes people laugh at it and say, ha, that's not, you know. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, yeah, what would you say to anyone who's like, I feel like you've been through this whole, versus like you say you were in that spiritual matrix before anyway. <laughs> So like for you, this is the whole process of just like, oh my God, it's not even that, that what I was doing before isn't 100% the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Do you have any words that you can say to offer anyone who might may be going through a similar process? Mm. Unraveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, being, being patient with yourself. And, and being compassionate because yeah. it is confronting, you know, it is confronting. And it also, for me, it's like so many of the people that I was connected to yeah. or like following on Instagram were so embedded in it. And so it was scary for me because I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm probably not going to be received mm-hmm. by these people anymore with what I, what I have to say and what I know to be true. And so I went through a lot of, I mean, again, there were so many layers, but I went through a lot of purging of fear, especially waking up to the darker realities. I had a lot of subconscious fear 
of like demons and these different types of beings. I was really afraid of that existence. So when I really actually came to the the understanding, like, yeah, this shit's real, you know, like it's, this is a part of the reality that we've been born into. And we have to be able to acknowledge that that's happening to be able to actually release that fear and really come back to who we are. So I would say be patient with yourself in your process and, you know, prioritize your relationship to source over everything else. Like when I started having this crumbling happen, I just came into myself every day and I would just pray every day, like, show me the truth, show me the truth and, and just take from my life and from my consciousness, anything that is not true. Like, I don't care if it's so uncomfortable and I'm, you know, not connected to any of these people, or I don't even do my business anymore. I totally released the idea of even working with people. Cause I just didn't, I didn't know what it would look like. I just knew I couldn't do it in the same way that I did before. And so my own relationship to my source, to God was literally the most, and is like, just the core of everything, because I I was so distrustful of information, obviously, because you go through this whole, like, what the fuck is true then if all this shit's been distorted? And I think it's the ultimate call within ourselves, the ultimate call to, like, devote to our own relationship with ourselves and with source, because we actually have the knowledge and the truth within ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's just that we have to clear out the programs and clear out the distortions mm-hmm. yes. yes so that we can feel it so that we can actually sense it actually uh, yes this is a good one i like it mm-hmm. Wait. i feel like you know like you say the programming i think a lot of our conditioning has been you know constantly looking outside listening to the sources outside of ourselves and i feel like that's especially happening right now with this whole situation and that's happening in the world Mm. and it's and I think it's a lot of you know we were taught to be those kinds of beings you know to act in that way so Mm. and then it's like what you're saying and also what I believe is is very different way of operating you know you know connect back to source and get your answers there rather than going you know it's very different (laughs) Mm-hmm. Do you have anything yeah. there or like, you know, any experiences that you've had recently? Mm. Yeah, I love that you said that. I love that you said that because that's that I feel like that is the epitome of why why everything is the way that it is, because we have been, like you said, so conditioned to just look for everything outside of ourselves and to rely on whether it's governments, whether it's an authority, whether it's a spiritual teacher, whatever, whether it's a book, we've been taught to rely and trust everything outside of us, basically at the expense of our own inner knowing without even knowing that we have an inner knowing or how to connect to it. Um, So I love that you brought that in because that was a big part of it for me was actually being honest with myself about where, like... I, I, I feel like I, I became really unconsciously almost dependent on like 
certain YouTubers or certain spiritual teachers that I would listen to their stuff. I almost like felt like I needed to hear what they were channeling or what they were saying to have like the validation within myself. I even would do that with Oracle cards. Like I, I loved Oracle cards and I feel like I needed to do them to like, to make sure that I was like doing the right thing or that I could trust this feeling that I was having within myself. So I really had to go through a period of like, and I still, I feel like I need to do this continuously and check myself on it. Like a period of actually like fasting from seeking the information outside and actually really devoting to, like you said, going back to source and going within myself and having that be the first point always. Um, Because otherwise it's like, I don't even fully trust the information, like even with all of the eternal life stuff and coming across Dr. Jerry, it's like, I only really started to resonate with that when I had really started to build up my own inner knowing and my own connection with source. And then I could feel the truth in it. Wow. And then I started to like, yeah, all these people like yourself, like I think sourcing from within yourself information, you know, starting to like kind of shift from always looking out from all these different places to coming back in. And I feel like once I built that connection up within myself and with source, then I started to receive people like you coming into my field where I was like, Oh, like she's on this page. Like, Whoa. Okay. And then like, you know, more and more. Yeah. So funny, isn't it? But also I do feel like this is it. Cause I feel like, you know, this is a different kind of pe- group of people coming together now. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the tribe. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I have chills. <laughs> yes, yeah, crazy. And it's funny as well, isn't it? It's people all over from all over the world, and it's yeah, yeah, literally. Mm. Mm. Um. So there was yeah. something else that I wanted to ask. I think I was asking before, just, yes, like, did you have any moments where you kind of resisted the information that was coming to you or? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There were times when like, I was, there was like a specific like teaching or something that I remember someone writing about the distortion in and I just got pissed. Like I was just so frustrated. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it was the whole, the idea that, that you create your own reality. Oh yeah. I create my own reality. And I think it was, um, I don't know if you're connected to Brandon unification is his handle, I believe. Um, and he was writing about the distortion in that principle of like, I create my own reality. Um, and he was kind of talking about just like how a lot of the energy within the spiritual communities and and like the new age is very, can be very self-serving and is, is bypasses a lot of like what's actually going on in the world. And it's just like, I create my own reality. And it also kind of leaves source out of it. Um, And I remember when I first, that first came into my awareness and it catalyzed so much to, to be released from me because there was a lot of 
service to self energy that I was playing in that I didn't really want to look at. Oh, yeah. It was unconscious, but it was there, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah. Especially having like a spiritual business. Like there's all this weird distortion in that too, where like I've had teachers who are like, you, you just hear like, it's all about like 10 K months, 10 K yes. months. Like it's all you. Yeah. So you've heard that too. Yeah. No, I've been talking about this. Like, what is this about? I don't understand it. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, that is so in the thing. And I feel like, like, yes, obviously right now we live in this reality where we need money. Like, yeah, right now that's a thing where like to thrive and to be able to live in this reality, we need money. But over time when I was buying into this whole like 10 K months and all this stuff, slowly and subtly that became because I still had this survival shit operating within me and I was trying to make a living doing this work. I feel like my actual service got polluted with this like service to self energy and this idea of, okay, my business needs to be six figures and I need to be making $10,000 every month. And a lot of what we hear and what a lot of people teach in the spiritual communities about this, it just, it, I feel like it was very self-serving and I feel like it's really easy for people to get disconnected from their actual service. Cause it mm. is kind of playing on that same 3d programming where we're really programmed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In 3d. <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's dressed. It's like the same shit yeah. in a different costume, yes. the same kind of materialism, yeah. subtle materialism. It's like, we're going to have all these, spiritual things um and all this spiritual money but it's like there's still this focus on the material and on me more so than service it felt like in my experience yeah i came across this term recently spiritual narcissism and i feel like Mm -hmm. i think i've seen it quite a few times since then and yeah i think it's just like part of it, isn't it? You know, and not everyone is in that whole kind of field, really, even right. in the spiritual matrix, you know, not everyone is going down that path. But it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's like some things can just like trap you in a certain way. And it's like, wait, is this mm. actually leading me to the truth? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're right. It's like, not everybody's going to have that experience by any means, but there are, I feel like there's so, there are so many little things like that in so many different, excuse me, so many different expressions, you know, and mm, yes, the spiritual, yeah, the spiritual, oh my gosh, I'm having all these burps. I always like release <laughs> through burps, yes, but I feel like the <laughs> the spiritual narcissism for sure. And I, I I was definitely playing in that and I didn't realize it. And it's like, you have to be on, like if someone's experiencing that, you do have to be honest with yourself because it's not always easy to be like, Oh, I'm actually being service to self right now. Like what, you know, and actually really asking ourselves what our intentions are. So that's, what's called, you know, that's this, this whole experience, all this crumbling, it has been so amazing because it's called me so much deeper into truth with myself mm. and really being honest with myself. Um, Love that. And then once you look at that, once you actually are like, okay, 
yeah, I've been kind of playing in this spiritually narcissistic energy or whatever it is. The only way to actually like remove that programming and energy is you have to acknowledge it. Like if you don't even admit that it's there, how can you release it? Yes, it's so true. It's difficult though, because it's, it's like we're taught the specific way of living and then we, we're conditioned to an extent. And then it's like, how do, when obviously it's a journey, it unfolds naturally, really, ultimately, but, mm-hmm. you know, we can resist our own progress sometimes, you know, because mm. we, we don't want to believe it because we don't want to hear it because we don't want to, you know, I mm. watched this guy on Instagram the other day and he had this amazing phrase. He said, you know, I've come up with this own phrase, the way that people react when they hear information that is true, but, you know, it doesn't really sit with them. And oh, what was the term he used? Agitated denial. That's what he called it. <laughs> wow. I know. And I was like, whoa, that is so deep. <laughs> That's so true, though. It literally, it is such an agitated experience. It's yeah, like, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Thinking about times that's happened to me, it's been this just like frust- frustrated rejection of whatever it is. Wow. Yeah. It's like, no, like, fuck off. I don't want to hear that. That's no, just no. Yeah. So do you like, what can you say for people who might be experiencing that? I think there's a lot of that happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, maybe sometimes you should be doing it. But sometimes mm. maybe it's like, well, actually, maybe tune in a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, yeah, anything that you've learned from your experience about that specific, like being able to open up to the defensiveness and then also like mm-hmm. how to discern. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's such a good distinction, because I feel like sometimes we feel an aversion to something because it's like, it's not for us. You know, it's like, I feel like when I've learned, when I've learned some of the deeper truths about just honestly, some of the evil disturbing stuff happening on this planet, I felt a huge aversion to it and a feeling of disgust because naturally, yeah, I think that that would be weird if we didn't feel that, you know, when we find out this horrible stuff that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, but what you're saying, I think, so, so it's like, there's, there's the, could be that experience of feeling something that you just know is like not in integrity, you know, or not, not right within yourself. And so that's one experience, I guess, where you could feel that kind of backlash to something. But for me, I guess the times where I felt, what was that term you said that he used? Agitated denial. Agitated denial. Yeah. When I've, I've, I've let myself have the agitation at first. Cause for me, usually it's not, it's something I'm reading or it's something that I'm usually not face to face with a person when this happens to me personally. Um, cause I'm, I'm thinking about like my parents, for example, and they definitely get this agitated denial with me when I try to tell them different things that I believe about the shot or, or the V or whatever the virus um, so it's a little bit different, I guess, if you're in person with someone, but when I've yeah. come across information, yeah. um, and I've had that experience, I usually let myself 
feel it first. Like I let myself feel the agitation. I let myself feel the frustration. Um, I kind of have my little mini tantrum within myself of just like, no, like, I don't want this to be true. I don't want to consider this. Yes. (sighs) And for me, at least letting myself have that experience every single time, once I've calmed down, I've been able to say, okay, the fact that I had such a reaction to something invites a little bit of a deeper inquiry, just period. Like, you know, if I, if I have such a strong reaction to something, it's like, okay, let's, let's look at that. And once I let myself feel the frustration or whatever, like that experience with the, you create your own reality thing. Once I had my little, you know, rebellion within myself and I calmed down, um, I really started to consider it. And then from this more gentle place, I really started to see like, okay, okay, this is actually something to look at. And then I started to kind of notice within myself, okay, I kind of see where I've been playing into that. Mm. And it was sort of a process. It's usually a process for me over a few days or even longer than that, where I really start to kind of sober myself to looking at different things within myself that maybe I didn't want to see before if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said earlier, being patient with yourself as well. Mm, totally. Yes. Cause it's such a process like in your body too, I feel like where yeah. your nervous system is having different reactions. Like things are actually happening in your body. And I, yeah. I've done this before where I've tried to force myself you know, tried to not have the reaction and force myself to this end goal. And it just doesn't work for me, at least. So it's like, I, I have to let the process unfold itself. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. And I think also it's really important, like you said earlier, because you know, if we don't accept it, if we don't look at it, then, you know, I don't know. It's like, are, you, are we walking the path of truth? Or is this, this is actually the path of denial? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It is important to be able to get to that place where you can, because I think a lot of the stuff is dark, you know, it's dark and it's not easy for everyone to confront or in mm. a, a given moment, you know? So it's like, how do we find the capacity to be able to say, okay, I'm going to look at this and mm. think that, you know, it might be a possibility. Yeah. Oh, beautifully said. Yeah. I, I, and I feel like for me, what has brought me through all these different experiences, I'm sure you could relate to from what you've been saying about truth and freedom is like a devotion to truth. Oof. Like, <laughs> yeah. like learning all, oh, give me goosebumps. Like learning all this distortion and shit. It's just like, There were so many times when I was so overwhelmed, so confused, so frustrated, and just sitting with myself, talking to to God, talking to source, like, just show me the fucking truth. Like, just that is what I want. I don't care. Like, obviously, there's a, I care. I'm, I'm releasing a lot of comforts and a lot of things I held on to, but ultimately what I care about is truth. Um, And having that as my intention is is what has and my relationship to source with that intention is what has brought me through so much of that darkness um it's just that that commitment to like the truth no matter how fucking 
uncomfortable or inconvenient that truth might be to my, (laughs) you know, my belief systems or whatever. Inconvenient. (laughs) So inconvenient. uh, (laughs) So true. I think it was, I think Chris, Peaceful Human Advancement. Are you connected to him? Yeah. Yes. I I feel like I found, maybe I found you through him. Um, He said something once in one of his videos, like, if you're, if you're not willing to challenge your own belief systems, like, what the heck are you doing? Like, I don't know exactly what he said, but it was something along those lines of like, we have to be willing to let our belief systems be challenged if we actually want to experience truth and if we actually want to evolve. Yes, because it's the lens that you're looking through, you know? It's like, we can keep saying this information and also going back to our reverted conditioning on how we, you know, perceive things in the world. But like, what if that's skewed, you know? Yes. How do you know if it's skewed? It's like, and it's interesting as well because it's like you know this whole spiritual waking up from the three D matrix and going into this realm of spirituality. You do have to question things, you know. But then mm. it's like, are you continuing? You know. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because it's like you think you question all this stuff and then you kind of think like, okay, so now all this information, yeah, (laughs) we're here. Like we, this is it. And I think that's why maybe too, it's so hard for people to really face the spiritual matrix and face this stuff. Because I feel like the way we've been conditioned as humans is we, uh, we associate safety with what we think we know. Mm -hmm. And so when something is ripping out, that's so true. Right. Like, so when everything we know or that we thought we knew, we're finding out it's like littered with distortion, there can be a super like core feeling of unsafety that that comes up within us. And I think some people are just like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going there. But you know, yeah, definitely. And it's interesting because, like you said, your connection to just show me the truth, you know, that's mm. kind of like ground you it almost. Yeah. Like, so yeah so much so yeah i feel like that's the only thing that can ground us is like our relationship to source because it's it's like you were saying earlier it's that moving from like this outwardly focused thing to in Mm -hmm. and i think that can be scary too because a lot of us Mm -hmm. never have done that and we don't know how to do that and maybe we don't trust ourselves and maybe we don't think we know and think of all the unworthiness and stuff that can come up within that. Like yeah. it did for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Uh, this journey is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. And especially if you're fucking waking up to the spiritual matrix, that is a whole a whole nother level of um, strength and courage and, yeah. like, the fact that so many of us have and, and are is honestly so inspiring and just so powerful. Like, yeah, it's, it gets me chills to think about that. We're even here having this conversation. Yeah. It's like, so, so cool. It's so, it is. I'm just thinking what, like watching it from another lens. Like, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yes. I wanted to ask as well, how did the information come to you? It came so organically because I, 
I don't even, how did it even start? I don't even remember. I think the start for me was when I first heard the term false light. Oh, yes. And I was like, what is that? And I remember I was watching a video. There was this YouTuber that I used to watch all the time. And and she was one of the people who channeled like the Galactic Federation. This was in 2020. And I didn't really know about false light yet, but I was watching one of her videos and she was like channeling these beings and, and somebody asked a question and they were like, what is false light? And like, what are the false light beings? And the galactic federation channeling through this woman said, there's no such thing as false light. False light doesn't exist. You can't have false light. That doesn't make any sense. All these different things. And I, oh my God, I have chills because I remember when I heard the question and I had never heard that term before and I kind of got a pit in my stomach and I was like, oh fuck, like, what is, what is that? What does that mean? And I feel like I could sense, oh God, there's stuff that I've been doing and buying into that hasn't been what I thought. Yeah. But then the answer that these beings gave, I was like, oh, Okay. That's, that's not real. And I feel like I could feel that that answer wasn't true, but I was not ready. I was not ready to face that. And it was like a few months after that, that I think was maybe July of last year or something. And it was a few months after that, that I started to actually learn more about what is, okay, what is false light? And then from there, it was kind of this progression of like, I thought at first it was just people who were but, you know, you hear the love and lighters, like people talk about that as false yeah. light, you know, we're just kind of in the, yeah. the new list, the love and light. So it, for a while I thought, oh, it's just that. <laughs> and then it was this progressive yeah. learning of like, oh, it's not just that, like, it's actually a fallen reality. Um, so it was, it was over time. And I think it needed to be for me. Cause I, I don't know what would have happened if I wouldn't have learned about it all at once. Like, I don't know if I would have had just like a mental breakdown or, yeah or what like how did you how did I mean if you feel like sharing how did it happen for you yeah I was just gonna say actually that is I now that you were mentioning it I'm like oh yeah the same thing happened to me like, yeah last year as well and well I, like a lot a lot of the stuff has come over to me since last year but before that I think I felt like I was always, you know always still looking but I think I got to the point where I realized I don't need to look outside anymore I was like, mm. everything's here. Like, I don't need to search anymore. I can, if I want to go and explore some things I want to, but like, I've, I've stopped, you know, calling everything back and just being, you know, finding true sovereignty. That was my lesson last year. Throughout this whole mm. pandemic, it was huge. I was like, whoa, these are serious, like, activations going on here. And then a similar thing happened. It was all this talk about false light. And I was like, oh, what's, what is this? Because... I like I don't know I wasn't really too much following in so many people who were channeling Mm. but I I did follow a couple maybe and then um and then again my friend another friend of mine the spirit of life she did like a podcast and then they were talking all about this kind of stuff and it's funny because I think back then it didn't really like I heard it and probably quite similar to what how you described it was like okay just increments like how Mm. deep it goes you know (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, and then I remember last September or something, then I mm. fell into this huge, like, black, empty, vast space. And I was just like, whoa, this is really crazy, like, theory, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? And it took a while as well. This whole idea that this is hijacked reality and, you know, everything here is set up to freaking trap you, you know? I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and then I kind of like didn't do anything. I was just like, okay, let me just trust my mm. path, you know, just keep going. And then I think this year it was like, boom, tsh, go. Like, and then it was like, it's time. <laughs> totally. You, you probably needed to just like a literal period of like, physical integration uh, and like physical just like literally becoming like yeah. like learning that and that whole like yeah black empty space you described like there was probably a period that you needed to really just like okay just like not do anything about it just like yes. be yeah. with it you yes. know yeah because yeah. I I don't think I did yeah I like I, I was reading a little bit through Instagram mainly and then I was mm -hmm. like okay stop and then yeah exactly just just sit with it <laughs> and it's funny yeah. isn't it because then after a while it, something just in me was just like okay more you know mm -hmm. like keep going <laughs> totally yes yes I feel that so much I feel like once I once I had a level of acceptance and a level of like familiarity and like a I don't know a sense of like groundedness yes with accepting that this stuff is true it was like okay like i love how you said that because i feel like i had the same thing like let's go like yes. let's yes. go let's what go. else <laughs> what else needs to be decoded like where am i still holding distortion like like truth 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 like and it's just yes. been that continuous yes. devotion to that truth and it's just so cool i feel like because I feel like we're connected to a lot of similar people on Instagram and yeah. I'm just like in such honor and reverence to, to you, to everyone I'm connected to now there, yeah. because it's like, I, I can't even like, if I wanted to every day, I cannot even like ingest or receive all of the codes and the truth that, that people are sharing within this like tribe that we've That's been so connected true. to. It's like, yeah, I can't, I have to sure. stop because I'm just like, okay, there's two, cause I can feel the codes. I can feel the truth and it, it'll be new things that I'm like, oh, cool. I've thought about that, but I didn't really know that much about yeah. this aspect or this thing. And, um, it's like, I have to stop because it's like, there's yeah. so much. And I'm just like, that is so cool because on the other side, there's obviously a whole ocean of all of this distorted stuff um but to now be having reflected to me consistently just this continuous actual raw truth that is actually truly empowering for people is just it's amazing like it's mm. it's just so cool i love that and also i find the people that i'm connecting that i guess both of us as you said very similar Mm. It's, it's very supportive you know i think that's yeah. what i love about it as well 
Yes. It actually feels like a team to me. Mm-hmm. Like it actually mm-hmm. feels like, like as, as opposed to in the past when I was kind of more unknowingly kind of in, in some of this spiritual narcissism and just more of that spiritual matrix kind of world, it, there was way more comparison for me. I did not feel like I was doing it with other people at all. Yes. It felt very much like, yes, this yes. is my thing. This is your thing. And now it's like, when I see somebody post like in this community, in this tribe, especially when I'm like in a time of not posting, I'm like, yes, like that's a, like I, it feels yes. so good. Cause I feel how we're all connected yes. and we are all doing the work together. And yes. that is like, I feel like that's also just such a beautiful confirmation mm-hmm. of being connected to people that you're in true resonance and integrity yeah. with each other that you feel that, yeah. you know, and that you feel that inspiration, that support, that, um, just that feeling that we're doing it together. Yeah. Like I never felt that before coming into connection with, with all these types of people. So that's amazing. That's so nice. I love it. I think it's also, it's almost like we're saying similar things, but in different ways. So every time I hear something, it's like, yes, like you say, you know, it's um, like, yes, yeah, say that again, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one more time. <laughs> yeah. For me, yes. like, I think the end of last year just felt really like, Oh yeah, it was like, oh yeah, this is the mission, you know? Mm. Kind of like, oh, hang on a minute. This is the mission. <laughs> mm. I love that. So funny. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you about what your understanding was about the whole dimensions 11.5 and below mm-hmm. are hijacked. Just what is what is my understanding, understanding of that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean that information has come to me through like Dr. Jerry's work. Yes. And and I think also through I think maybe some of the research I've done on ascension glossary. Oh, yeah. Um and it's one of those things that just f- I it feels true to me, especially knowing the level of distortion that exists in this reality. Um and then also working with um the Maharic shield, the 12D shield, um, and actually feeling what it feels like to shield myself in, in 12th dimensional energy. I can feel like a different type of clarity that that has started to catalyze within my being. And I can feel when I use tools that are accessing that frequency I don't even know how to describe it. I can just feel the purity of it. Mm. Um, and okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that answers. I mean, I have, I'm not like, you know, a, a whiz on all of the dimensions. I feel like I have a pretty like basic understanding of them, but, um, yeah, that's something that continues to come into my reality. Yeah, this, yeah. that the distortion goes all the way up to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, love- I just think it's interesting to hear what other people have to say about it, you know? But, totally uh, yeah. yeah and this technique that you mentioned the maharic shield is like you said it's bringing in the frequencies from the 12th dimension here so mm. it basically skips the kind of like distorted one mm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. but yeah yeah through dr jerry <laughs> mm. um yeah. do you have any feeling or sense of where you think 
like you will you will be going or we will be going or you know what what are you dreaming (laughs) (laughs) oh what a cool question the first thing that comes to me is like in like we're going in um which obviously we've we've been doing of course but i feel like we're just continuing to go in deeper and I mean, as far as like the physical reality, I have no freaking idea like what my life is going to look like. Like we were talking about earlier. I don't even know. I have no idea where I'm going to live at this point. Yes. (laughs) So I'm not really sure what the physical is going to look like, but I can feel. Yeah. In terms of myself, in terms of all of us, like as a community, I can feel that we are going in and that continuous going in is allowing us to truly remember ourselves and truly embody that remembrance. Yes. <laughs> and, and then be connected to each other through that, which is like how we're intended to, to be in connection with each other. Um, oh, I love that. And I, I really feel like, again, this doesn't, I don't know what this looks like or how, you know, the unfolding, but I really feel like, communities like in-person communities are something that will happen like like people actually creating communities on land together growing food um like creating our own little cultures you know and and like hubs of Mm -hmm. these people coming together who are truly sourcing from within themselves, truly connected to who they are. I mean, that would be my dream. That would be like freaking amazing, you know, living on some beautiful land in nature with people, like really connecting back to the land. And um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's what I would say for the moment, but it feels so like, you know, so there feels like so many possibilities of how things could actually take form. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely been feeling that call as well of communities, real mm-hmm. life communities, yeah. you know? Yes. Yeah, I feel like it keeps getting stronger. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that you've been feeling that too. Yeah. Yeah, what would you say for yourself? Like the same question. Um, Where you're going or what you're doing like, I feel like there's something inside me is saying like, you know, something's coming, something's coming, you know, mm. but I'm not really sure what that is. Uh, and I feel like I, I think I just need to keep continue, continuing, you know, keep doing these techniques, you know, mm. and uh, running the source river frequencies. And then like, I also personally, I think I just want to remember you know, mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been like quite a subtle remembrance, but like, I was just want to go deeper within that, you know? Mm. And I think from there, things will be a lot clearer, obviously, right? You know, as yeah. you know more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yes. also what you said about the community as well, like, I guess that's like in the not too distant future, I feel like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, that's going to happen, you know? Um, I feel um, that too. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I don't know. It's a crazy, crazy time right now, I think. You know, all this. Yeah. Everything that's happening is just, 
you know, I think we've got also gotten so used to it that we kind of forget that, you know, we need to be aware of what's going on, you know, every, right. every step of this way. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. There has been a, yeah, this kind of like habituating to the way things are. Yeah. yeah. I love what you said. Um, just in terms of your own remembrance. Yeah. I feel like that is, I feel like that is, it's like our human brain is like, okay, like where am I going out here? But I feel like what you said is just everything. It's like, it's, it's in here and it's the continuous in here. And that is going to lead us out here. Yeah. Um, and I guess like you said as well, like, I don't know what it's going to look like in this 3D. Right. Movie. Right. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing you said too, about you feel something within you, like something's coming, yeah. but you don't know what I fucking feel that literally. Really? So, oh my God. So probably, but I'm like, I don't know what, what this is, but I feel yeah. that yeah. I feel that. And my friends, Tara and Kelsey, I think you guys are all connected to on Instagram, but they have that same feeling as well. Oh, um, yeah, it's yeah. mad. I feel like, and it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like seeing it again. It's just like something, it's like a big shift is coming. So like a huge yeah. change is going to happen. I don't know what it's going to look like. Like it might be disastrous at first, you know? Yeah. No idea. And I feel like there's, I don't know. It's like collectively, I feel like there's, you know, it, it's just interesting to think about different timelines, you know, because it's like, obviously there's so many people that are kind of on these like inorganic fallen timelines. Yeah. And then there are people that are really intending to choose these organic timelines. Like, yes, I know that, that that's something that, that we would both resonate with. I know the people that we're connected to is like, we're all intending to choose the organic timelines. Yeah. So I wonder how this, this feeling that we're having of something shifting, it's like, I wonder what that's going to be like on a collective level. Cause I feel like what, what may be happening for the collective or, or people on a certain timeline may, may be received or experienced very different for people that are on different timelines. Mm, so and I don't know, but I just, yeah, it's just interesting to think about that. Mm-hmm. I also just reflecting back now, I like what you said earlier about, you know, even still the people who are talking about this eternal truth, you're also still very cautious, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And just your own, like, your own connection to source above mm-hmm. everything else, you yeah. know, and all consulting there. Yeah. I feel like also it's kind of like rewriting our definition of truth, you know? Mm. Like I guess we've kind of spoken about it, but, you know, it's like, how do you... It's just, like, so different to what we've been taught. And, mm. and it's just a different way of sourcing information as well. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Especially when there's such a, like, a collective, like, idea of like this is science and this is yeah. what's real and this is what's true so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of rewriting as you said it's a lot of like de-programming what we have placed as I don't know like the source of truth mm-hmm. yes yes 
Exactly. Mm. Wow, I love that. Um, so amazing. Mm. This was such a good conversation. <laughs> it was. I really enjoyed it. I'm so happy. Me I can't too. wait to put it out there. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Do you have any final words? I'd like to just end it with you know anything you'd like to share with anyone who might be going through a similar experience. Mm. Actually, I'm going to ask you another question after this as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Again, honestly, I feel like what we have been missing as a people is the connection to who we actually are, which is source, which is God. And I think that no amount of, of uh, teaching or, you know, principle or person outside of you, like nobody else can, can give you that. Only you can, can reconnect with, with your source, with your creator. Um, that's, I mean, that's continuously what I'm coming back to like every day throughout the day with myself, you know, anytime that I feel myself confused or disconnected, it's like, oh yeah, just coming back in, coming back in. And I just think that's, that's the gift. That's the truth that nobody else can give us. We have to choose it for ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the way that we, we move forward in real integrity and real freedom is, is that above all else? Because if everybody's connected to the source of all, if everybody is connected to God and really trusting how that moves through them, like imagine what the world could be like with that. Mm, whoa, whoa. <laughs> love, you know? So that's what I would say. Mm, I love that. That's so nice. <laughs> and I think also it's important you know to remember what you said earlier about the false light and the um you know the false sorry the fallen beings that have been disconnected from God's source because sometimes I just think we have to again rewrite our whole definition of God you know (laughs) yes you did a post on that recently yes I love that yeah Okay, so I also, I really like to ask this question to get, you know, what other people feel about this word freedom? What does it mean for you? (laughs) Mm, Such a good question. Oh. Okay, I mean, I feel like it means so many things that I could say, but what's coming to me, again, I feel just this inner, this inner feeling when I tune into that word and for me, I feel like freedom because we get to, we like we have this idea like oh, you know everybody has free will on this planet and you know people who are making this choice or the choice to get the thing like that's their free will. Mm-hmm. But is it really free will if we are like being controlled by programs and like beliefs that we didn't even choose that we just inherited? Mm. Is one question that I ask and for me freedom is like the freedom from all distortion in my consciousness like because am I really free if I am being run or controlled by something that is separate from God and distorted Mm -hmm. so I think freedom is is that freedom from distortion to be able to actually feel my connection and my 
that I am forever a part of God's source. Like I am a, you know, we are these drops in the ocean of God's source. We're the candle flame in the, in the sun. So that's, I guess what I would say for me, freedom is the freedom from the distortion to actually feel who and what I really am. Ooh, I love that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Wow. So true. Cause you have to move through so much just to get to that, you know? God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, bless. Oh, thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. I really mm. enjoyed the conversation. And um, also just amazing hearing about your journey as well. And it's so similar, you know, in a similar period of time as well. Yes. What's been happening? Smash. Yeah, there must have been things happening like planetarily and energetically that so many of us have been on similar timelines. Yes. Because a lot of people are, this is happening around similar times. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And just, yeah, this has been so, so beautiful. So thank you for the invitation and the opportunity and, and sharing your beautiful frequency with me. Such a gift. Oh, bless you. <laughs> thank you yeah just keep keep doing what you're doing keep shining keep digging keep going in i'm sure that yeah you're gonna have some things coming out into the physical reality way Uh, yeah thank you babe you too and i'm excited to see how that all yeah how that all takes it exactly (laughs) amazing and yeah, everyone follow Sarah. I'll put all the links in the uh, mm. bottom of, in the description. Beautiful. All right. All right. Well, I'm sure I will talk to you soon. Thank you again for having me and anybody who watches this in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Have a nice evening. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>